eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You know I could never be Has already put the roses at the grave of the Boston Red Sox after a nightmare of a weekend. And we can get back to Leeds. What'd you call it, Curtis? The the Nadir. The Nadir. A texter on the Subaru of New England text line said they are going to use Nadir in a sales meeting later on today. So is Nadir just opposite of like Zenith uh, or Apex? Well, is that- uh, uh, <laughs> I don't. I mean, uh, I'm not necessarily a wordsmith. Curtis is really the wordsmith of the program. He could better tell you. I think it means disaster. I mean, it means watching your hometown nine self destruct in front of your eyes is what it means. It's I the guess. lowest. The exact definition is the lowest point of a person or organization. Okay, uh, like uh, Titan submarine low. Right. Yes. Okay. Right. Oh, that's pretty low. Then that's low. We got to have get low uh, as a rejoin. <laughs> Courtney, your lead this morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. I was finally able to see Barbie last night, okay. and I would have loved to come on this show this morning and say best movie I've ever seen. Absolute hit it out of the park. Unbelievable. Everyone has to see it. It's life changing. Unfortunately for me, that was not the case. <laughs> I knew it. I it stinks. Well, right? okay. So well, a all few the money's things. making it. Don't They're making like, a lot of money. Just because it's making a lot of money, doesn't don't mean, mean it stinks. That yes, it does mean it okay. stinks. I will say it was a packed theater. Wiggy would have hated it because mm-hmm. it was a lot of people yelling at the Talking screen type that. deal. Hate <laughs> movies like that. I didn't know who the movie was made for because when you're watching it, it's so. Uh, animated that it feels like a kids movie but the dialogue is not for kids mm-hmm. and it's just, i don't know if it was bad writing i don't think it was bad acting but i didn't know the message was lost on me i guess yeah. i thought it was, I was like elf 
Uh, yes, and I will stand by that. I said that. I think I said that a week ago. I said I think that the it's kind of like a Barbie as elf situation. Uh-huh. Everyone said it's nothing like that. Eh, mm-hmm. It's a lot like that. A lot of simu- sim- similarities there. Uh, there is a monologue in the middle of it that gets pretty serious, and I I believe everything that was said during it. It's definitely pro female, which yeah. duh, it's a Barbie movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It exaggerates masculinity, it, it, but it's very tongue in cheek in the way that they do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think everybody that looked at this movie and was like pissed because it was too woke, you're a loser. Because you're looking at this movie, it's Barbie, obviously it's going to be pro-female. If you think it's woke or not, the way that they did it was tongue-in-cheek. They exaggerated everything to make you kind of laugh. It just wasn't that good in it, your it just It wasn't that good. Yeah. The last line of the movie was absolutely perfect, and I laughed out loud, as did a lot of people in the theater. I thought it ended on such a high note. The beginning of it was very slow, and it just didn't do it for me. Yeah. Uh, so, what about Santo? Did he enjoy it? Uh, we left. He looked at me, and he said, well? <laughs> and I said, yeah, I feel the same. He, now, is he good for a while? Like, that, like, how much time did he buy by going to this movie with you where he doesn't have to do things that he doesn't want to do with you? Like, is it two months, a month? No, or? no, no. No time, really, because oh. he likes Greta Gerwig, oh, okay. who is the director oh, of this movie. Okay. So he, that was not just a me movie. He didn't yeah. love it, uh, but... So was uh, it entertaining? Not really. Not really? Uh, yeah. Because I feel like that movie, like, it's like Elf. Like, you go into it knowing... you. You know what your expectations are. It's like an Adam Sandler movie. You know what you're getting out yeah. of it. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's hard to be a female. That's basically the message of the mm-hmm. entire movie. Mm-hmm. I stand by that. Mm-hmm. I do think it's hard to be a female. But, but you don't need a movie to tell you. Correct. All right, Courtney, thank you. Wiggy, good morning. All right, good morning. So uh, Curtis had his Red Sox lead, which I agree with. But I, I say take it a step further. It's time to blow it up, and here's why. And Well, the time passed. They just had the deadline. They no, 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 no. I'm saying now in a way of... Just basically throwing your hands, and you said the the flowers are by the grave. grave. Yeah, this is more. Yeah, this thing is. They're in the incinerator, and they have been cremated. Yeah. But here's what I look at. I do blame Heim, but I also blame Alex Cora and the players. So you're upset that they don't make no moves, and then you're going to cry about it and basically loud quit. Mail it in. Yeah, Uh, quiet, quiet, quick. Well, it was kind of loud. Well, you know what I mean. So I I look at like I know Heim didn't make moves to make the team better. But as you as a player have to have more pride and as a manager have to have more pride. And isn't it starting to seem like Himes lost the clubhouse? If well, yeah, the no, second I, year in a it's not Heim, but Alex has lost the clubhouse. The Alex sec- has lost the clubhouse? Yeah, the second year in a row, yeah. your team doesn't do anything and basically gives I, up? I can talk about this all day. I don't put it on the players. I normally would. But they they overperformed in the month of July. They did better than anybody thought that roster should. Okay, and then you have an opportunity for the front office in the form of Heim Bloom to get you some help when it comes to an arm. Mm-hmm. They were in on supposedly he was in on Verlander and then wouldn't do the deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was back. He did the exact same thing, Curtis, that he did last year. He's like trying to half buy, half sell. But then you quit. at the same time that you're pursuing Verlander, you're talking about trading Turner, you're talking about trading Paxton. Like you, they're just asking you for a little bit of help, and you gave them nothing. And they're spending far too much time attempting to shape a narrative that is only relevant if it matches the performance on the field. But you quit as players, so because they didn't get you one arm, yeah, you now 
and as a manager, allow your team to basically give up well, like there, you did last year. Let me get to my lead because okay. it's about the manager and it's about what Alex Cora said uh, with regard to Verdugo showing mm. up with uh, two hours before the game, uh, sitting him, et cetera. Here's Alex Cora over the weekend. He didn't play today. I decided not to play. You know, uh, I think today we took a step back as a team. You know, like we have to make sure everybody's available every single day here for us to get to wherever we're going to go. And that wasn't the case. And uh, as a manager, I, t- I got to take, you know, uh, charge of this. And uh, I decided he wasn't going to play. Is there something that happened? I decided he's not going to play. I decided he's not going to play. Is it accurate to say? I'm just taking care of the 26 guys and he wasn't going to play. Is it accurate to say it's for disciplinary reasons? Why you... The manager's decision, yeah. Mm-hmm. Will he play tomorrow? There's a chance he play tomorrow, yeah. Mm. That's a guy mm-hmm. who has had it. Had it with the front office, and I guess, Wiggy, you're right, mm-hmm. had it with a bunch of the players, and I put it all on Bloom. It's all on him. He did the exact same thing that he did last year, which was nothing, and basically told those guys, we don't think you're good enough to be a wild card team. Sorry, but that's what he did. But then you and quit? So you're cool with quitting. Is it surprising to you? No, no, let me get this right. To- you the guy Wiggy, who, I don't- who has always said as a player, regard whether it was the Celtics yep. with Missoula or other teams, Bruins with Cassidy and whoever else, you, the player, even if you don't like what the front office is doing, you, the player, got to go out there and give it your all every time you step on your respective you know, field of play. Now you're like, oh, they're quitting. You know what? They have a leg to stand on because they didn't get them one arm. Well, the players that are still here, like Justin Turner, are on a one-year deal. They're out of here. Paxton, no, I understand that. Here. But, but you, but you're, you're still can't give up on your team, right? So you guys are, you guys are saying it's cool to quit. Well, I mean, I would, I, I was never really cool. So if somebody told me I could quit and be cool, I would do it. But I, I feel like they're not separate. Of course, you blame everybody. The players were awful this weekend. The way Reese, whatever McGuire, ended the game on Saturday was embarrassing. You don't do that in little league. But I like the cause more than the effect. And the cause was the trade deadline once again. This team having a team that is competing had the best record in baseball for over a month, and the, the management group decided to do nothing. How frustrating for Alex Cora, though, because I don't think it's a coincidence that right after the trade deadline, you have Verdugo showing up, you know, three hours late. From my understanding, is he usually shows up about five hours before mm. first pitch. He's now showing up two hours before. Mm. That's clear. That's clear as day. You know, I'm pissed at how you guys are treating us, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to put in the extra effort there. By now, the way, Alex second, Cora, second time this season. Right. That yeah, he's been sat. And wasn't he the guy that went had them like had like a team meeting with the players only? We kind of stepped into. We talked about this at the beginning of the year. Him being more of a taking on leadership role. Mm-hmm. So it almost lets me. It almost leads me to believe if one of the guys who's look, viewed as being a leader in that clubhouse is butting heads with the manager that there are probably a lot of guys on Verdugo's side that don't like what Cora is doing. And and I agree with Haim not adding guys and, and, you know, dropping the ball on that one. But we always talk about you as players then still got to go out there and perform. You just can't throw in the towel. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, a lot to talk about, unfortunately, when it comes to this weekend and oh. the devastating. And I would call that the end of the season. Curtis, what is it? The nadir. 
The nadir. That, that mm-hmm. We just witnessed the nadir of this Red Sox season uh, in stunning fashion. So a lot to talk about this morning when it comes to that and all day here on Boston Sports Original, WEEI. We will get to They Said It next. A quick back and forth on what they said over the weekend in sports.